Rachel's dad makes some amazing use of the Bachelor open bar. Matt James did not solicit even a single blessing for marriage. And Chris Harrison has some big-time funeral director vibes. It all ends with Will wanting to rewatch the old Silk Stalking series on USA. So let's figure out how we got there. Right out of the gate, I'm just going to say, I don't think Matt James has a spark with any of them. I don't know what to say about that. Like a real connection. I, I feel like he's tempered things. He did tell Rachel he loved her. Or he was falling in love with her or some variation right. I, of that. Well, I'm talking about like the je ne sais quoi, like spark. Like, oh, he like really likes her. Yeah, there was the whole parachuting debacle where then he got triggered. And uh, anyway, I don't. I didn't mean to derail. Are you asking me if it's going to last, no matter who he picks? Because <laughs> oh, no, that's adorable. <laughs> okay, that's adorable. glad we got that out of the way. All right. Um, so you wanted to try an approach where we give our best of and worst of for each of the hometowns. Air mm-hmm. quote. Air quote. Hometowns. Yes. So. Would you like to get right into it, or do you have a prelude or an opening statement? Um, as Chris Harrison would say, the fantasy suites are right around the corner, so there's no time to waste. Let's let's just get into it. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Michelle, she shows up, and I think one of my pros is the f- of the date is that she was wearing the same outfit as Matt James. I think that was the highlight for me. I, I have to be honest. When they showed him approaching, and I don't think they showed the top half of his body, I thought it was her. Me too. I I did as well. But that's uh, all right. So they were dressed alike. Um, <laughs> and then they went on the the bike ride, and because mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, this is what me and my family used to do." And for like one month of the year in Minnesota. <laughs> Well, I turned to you and I said, did you ever go bike riding with your family? No. No. And then you I, asked me, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> Is that something just families started doing like later on, like spending time together in an activity, like a defined activity like that? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't anyway, know. if my family ever decided to go on like a family bike ride in the evening, that would have been some. That would have been some scene. I'm, I'm glad I, I. Let's I'm, suggest that next Easter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll put a pin in that, as they say. So, what would you say your pro was or your highlight? I'm going to say the best, what I'm labeling as the best of this date is best excuse to take a leave of absence from work. (laughs) And what went through my head when she had, like the kids were cute and all, but like there are a lot of reasons why teachers weren't like in the classroom teaching over the last several months. This probably not paramount. And we're going to have to come back to this, but the one thing I was thinking was our brother-in-law is the director of a department 
in a school, a math department. And I was curious, what would John say if one of his teachers said to him, hey, John, I got to ask you, I got to take some time during this difficult time. I got to take some time away from the kids to go on The Bachelor. I'm curious how he would have reacted. So we're going to have to ask him and come back and report back to everybody. You know, maybe we he could be a special dial-in guest. <laughs> I think I have the capability on this overcomplicated equipment I have here to, to give John a call to see. Well, well I thought, and, and this is like my, my low light, was the kids, it just was very uncomfortable. She didn't seem very comfortable with the whole situation which made me think did they really know why she was taking a leave of absence and did she feel funny under the pretense of then seeing like the the kids then with this guy like it was it worked when vanessa brought him into the class brought nick vial into the classroom like that that worked and this was cute it just struck me as really odd although I think when I quit my last job, I did tell some people at happy hour that I left to go on Temptation Island with you. So <laughs> there's that. Listen, now that I've seen Temptation Island in its current form, mm -hmm. that's not off the table. <laughs> I think we might be able to benefit from a stint on TI. Well, we're going to have to have a separate podcast to discuss well, the rules, it's funny. what rules there would be. <laughs> I actually put, worked into my bachelor notes mm -hmm. at Temptation Island intermission, if you will, because somewhere like in my notebook, there was just Temptation Island fun facts that I had just jotted down. So they naturally made their way into the context of my note taking for the Bachelor episode, but wowzer, what a program. Um, all right, let's get back to, to the task at hand. All right, well, I'll give you my worst from the date from Michelle's hometown. My worst, but it could also be kind of the best, is Matt James has the worst poker face, which I love because, like, I know exactly what, what's going on, or I think I know what's, exactly what's going on. When his parent, when Michelle's parents asked him if he loved her he was like his face was just like dropped and he 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 was like well i would tell her if i did and i haven't told her yet so let that sit there combined with his face i'd be shocked if she won i wrote down that there's no chance for nookie in the fantasy suites for michelle I don't think I, I guess even before Serena, who it's hilarious that he still refers to her as Serena P. Even though there has not been another Serena for, for a few weeks now. I was like, mm, I think Michelle's going to get the rose, but I don't think he's going to get physical with her. And then he's going to definitely go to Bangtown with with Bree and Rachel. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Anyway, early, early fantasy suite Nookie productions. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I got for Michelle. Anything else on your end? Nope. Thank you. Next, as the kids say. 
or maybe they said like two years ago. <laughs> All right, let's go to Rachel. Um, do you want to start there? There's a lot. There's a lot here. What's your best? My best. And I have a couple competing, but I'm going to have to say, oh, my God, her dad's not white. I don't think. Didn't he's like, I think he's, his, he appeared Hispanic. So is that a best surprise for you? It sounds yes. like. Yes. Well, given the context of everything happening in present day, for me, that was the, oh, like giving her some cred once she starts being able to be out in public and being killed by bachelor nation for mm -hmm. her her cotillion or mm -hmm. whatever the heck happened yep yeah that was a surprise that was a surprise so maybe i i shouldn't say it was like the the highlight for me but um i i think i'll give the highlight prize to and this is more your highlight than rachel's i think because she showed up in, in that pulled up in that car yeah. and you and you said Striving the general Lee, <laughs> like you had no shortage of like Southern Confederacy references during her whole segment, and and I I might have mentioned Antietam also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Matt James said to her, "I'm excited for you to show me what it's what life's like in Georgia," and you you had some comment like. I don't know if that's a good idea, Matt James. Yeah, a I anyway, very you, uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Well, you had some very good work. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> the throughout, nod. Throughout. I, I'm going to, for my best, I'm going to pick off what you were saying about the dad. And I'm going to say, for my best, he made the best use of the open bar provided. That guy <laughs> was every scene... And I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I would probably be doing the same thing. He was nervous and uncomfortable with the whole situation. In one scene, he had like a beer. In another scene, he had like a mixed drink. I think that guy went through like three Jack and Cokes at, at one point. Every scene, he was like, he held it all right. But like, he definitely needed some assistance during this. Well, and, and they liked, I feel like they even highlighted it because you heard glass like ice clinking. <laughs> that dad was like, I'm going to need something to, to get get me through this. this oh, yeah. Ridiculousness. Yep. All right. What's your worst? And there's a lot competing here. Yeah. I'll just put it under one giant parachuting umbrella, mm, if you will. Yeah. Uh. Like, uh, and and that poor guy who... The tandem? Yeah, the poor tandem guy who <laughs> almost... <laughs> who slammed a bachelor contestant to, to the ground. Like, he's the trained professional. I'm sure that was not um, a, a highlight for, for him. And also, but, but why... And you brought this up. This might even be yours. Did the two skydivers have helmets and not 
Yeah. Neither Matt nor Rachel. Now, granted, is a helmet really going to do anything if you have a parachuting accident? No. But still, just, uh, hmm. Yeah, that was odd to me. And I, like, overall on these dates with the, this had, this reminds me of the uh, Colton Tasha bungee jumping date. I just, like, at this stage, the, these, like, wild, like, like, there's a strategy to it, I guess, where you pick these, like, crazy dates for your part of your hometown. Like, I guess the strategy being, like, like there's a, there's a bonding that happens in these, like, wild experiences, and you sort of, like, associate the person with this crazy, interesting, fun experience. But rarely has it worked out for people, and just, I'm just kind of rifling through my bachelor memories. I mean, didn't work for, like, you think about the more boring dates where they actually show them, like, what their life is like and those generally I feel like resonate better or maybe that person has a feeling that it's going to go beyond this experience and that's kind of the experience they choose I I don't know I it's just a weird date didn't didn't enjoy it um for me I think there were two parts I'm gonna with the family that that I file under the worst missed opportunity that they didn't chat with Trinity, the younger sister. I feel like there was a lot that could have happened there that would have been good. And this is not even the worst. I just, like, we noticed, we both commented on him not asking for the blessing. And I actually, I get that, that I could put that under the best too because that's a good job by Matt James. Like, he didn't, he didn't just go through the bachelor motions of like, like I think you said, Ben Higgins asked everybody. Like he didn't even know who he was asking. Yeah, I think he accidentally asked like an assistant producer for permission to marry his daughter. That guy was just getting like stacking them up. <laughs> yeah, just a whole <laughs> sign. Let me get as many as I could get. It was like he was He's getting a petition. <laughs> I was gonna say signatures <laughs> for local Congress or. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, lot there. The only other thing I'll say, I have one parting thought. On Rachel, and I think we both think she's a lot of people. I think in Bachelor Nation think she might win just based on everything that's been happening. You and I talked about how Chris Harrison missing from After the Final Rose kind of stinks, but then like After the Final Rose is not super interesting anyway. And I had the revelation, I think, watching this show. Because there's been speculation that Rachel Lindsay might take over after the final rose. Can you imagine if this Rachel wins and Rachel Lindsay is the host of ATFR? That girl will be eaten alive. That will be some good TV. I might watch it. Yeah. So order an extra shumai for that one. And with, um, we'll move on to, to Brie. Miss Bree, do you want to give me your highlight? Yeah, I struggle here. Um, as loyal listeners know, I'm a big Bree guy. Bree and Serena P were, were two of my favorites. Um, so there's not a lot here, to be honest, for me. I, it was a good date. Like I thought the way she constructed the date was good, solid. Um, I, 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 I don't really have a... That's it. That's all I got. I, I The only thing I'll say is, again, and I noticed this th- 
throughout most of the hometowns this week, they usually last roughly like a half hour each in like real time bachelor. And, and they were much shorter and they lacked a lot of the, Oh, let me talk to this person. Let me talk to that person. Like, so we didn't even get Matt James talking to Bree's friend Bree as we didn't get him talking to Trinity. So I just thought that was odd. And, and actually it, 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 for, you know, it portended, um, us having some drama of somebody backing out and uh, an extra conversation. Oh yeah, you you hit pause and you said, "Look at what time it is. Look how much <laughs> bachelors left, and we're almost through all the hometowns." You're like, "Something's gonna happen. Someone's gonna leave, mm-hmm. and we're assuming it's Serena." Yep. Yeah, we we talked about that earlier. It, yeah, it was a, it was a big tell how they just skimmed skimmed over those. I'm going to give my highlight to the mom just for her her tell and how much she know, knew The Bachelor. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because she got right into it. As soon as she sat down with Matt James, like she had studied the what do parents do and ask if my child should be a contestant on The Bachelor. And she looked him right in the eye and she jumped right in with the lingo, right? And she knew where he stood. She asked him how he felt about her. Oh, I I completely respect that. If my kid was even trying out for The Bachelor, I would have a Google Doc of questions up so fast. And I would have shared that link with you within like a minute of of our kid getting on The Bachelor. When he responded... I'm falling for her or I'm beginning to fall for her. She had this knowing look on her face being like, my kid is not probably going to win the bachelor. Like she. Wasn't she the one that was like, oh, and if there's heartbreak, we'll deal with it together. Cause she already knew she had the conversation with him. Yeah. This was not that mom's first, like she, uh, uh, was able to interpret. She put Matt James's response through the Bachelor translation program. Yep. And 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 she saw some writing on the wall. Yep. Hey, let me ask you. So that hometown to me was, you know, it was pretty good. Like, what's your favorite hometown of all time? You can't just. Th- you know, I'm not a good mental note taker that's really unfair for you just to throw that out there to me there's some pretty memorable ones we've we've talked about while watching the show oh dean with his wacky dad dean might have been well let me tell you that hometown cemented that kid in bachelor lore like we've seen him in every iteration of this franchise ever ever since Mm -hmm. right so He's, a good hometown could could make or break you in many ways in Bachelor. The the other reason I you know I was disappointed at not getting like some ancillary conversations in the hometowns was the other one we often reference and I'm pretty sure it was Rachel where the wacky brother-in-law really like gave um Nick a hard time. It was Nick, right? Yes. Like 
grilled him. <laughs> yeah, like you wouldn't have pegged him to be the like the person giving. And it was at the dinner table too, if I recall. It was right. one of my favorites. Yeah, he was ancillary character, and he read up. He pulled up the Google sheet and was like, "I'm going to make this guy's evening like excruciating." <laughs> and it was great because I don't think you wouldn't expect it, which I'm sure Nick didn't expect it either. Anyway, I digress. But to me, that's why I get disappointed where we didn't get Trinity, we didn't get Bree's friend Bree, but we did get some others, which I think we'll touch on. Um, when we talk about Serena P. And just to quickly conclude the low light for, for Bree's date, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give that to the activity. Off-roading just does not sound like a fun time. Like driving slowly over things with a risk of tipping over. Just, that's that's not fun. Okay. Challenge, though. Out of the four... Hers, to me, was probably the second best. I don't know about you. You'd rather go biking with Michelle or no. jump it out of a plane with Rachel? No. Mm -hmm. I, suppose in okay. I suppose in comparison. I just think I, I once went on a, um, a test drive at a, at a Range Rover uh, dealership. And it was so sad because it was like in the suburbs of Boston. And... You, they have like the course set up just like in the front parking lot. So it's just a bunch of people who are never going to take their $100,000 truck but actually off-roading. But she was off-roading. Don't mess with my girl, Brie. Okay. It was a fine date. All right, let's 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 move on to Serena. What's your highlight? Oh, all right. Hang on. I got a lot of notes here. Um, well, I know what your best is, so I'm not going to steal it. Um, but I, I'm i going to say she had the best date. I thought it was a fun date. I laughed actually just watching it. I thought it was uh, she's very Canadian. I enjoyed it. But I'm partial. I like Serena P. Um, I thought the date was really good. Um, and I thought her read on Matt was good, too, to be honest. Like, he didn't react with enough, I don't know, concern or urgency. Clearly she was not in a good place and he didn't really, he didn't really react that well until the producers probably urged him to. So I'm, I'm going to go with good read and I might be teeing you up here, but, and also good family. Like her family was stellar top to bottom. Talia is one what will go down as one of the best sibling even despite the short mm -hmm. shortened version of art these hometowns tally is a, a great sibling representation she did not mince words she gave her her good luck with it all like Pope. eye roll like raised eyebrows at the end ah i believe your exact quote as that hometown ended was talia won hometowns and I, I agree. And her calling out her sister saying, I don't think you're that into this guy. Yep. And forget it. As soon as that happened, there that was it, that was it. So she was it was brief but effective. And I, I wish I had more Talia. Me too. Well, 
That leads me to, so you said that Serena P, because we were both knew she was, she was going to leave. We both thought she was going to take herself out of it. Um, but you said she's going to clean up on Paradise. And she's probably going to end up with some guy that we don't know. Never heard of. Like Chase or Derek or Mateo or some guy. We're going to be like, <laughs> what season was he on? I don't know. But I, I also am throwing out there that she's a dark horse for Bachelorette, I think. And I think, I actually think her or Brie, because I don't think either, I, I think Brie will be in the finals, but it doesn't seem like she's going to win. So I think her or Brie could, could potentially take Bachelorette. There's some Katie chatter out there. Nah, I don't see it. I, 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 I think Serena's a good narrator. Um, I think Bree's got a pretty good story. I think one of them, but, um, but if not, I do think I agree with you. Serena is going to clean up on paradise and she'll be not clean up, but she will be there the entire duration. I, I, I'm pretty confident in that because she gets along with the girls. She'll end up with a guy. She'll be there for a while. Okay. Um, do, do you have a low light for the date? Just no, just Matt's lack of lack of. I think his his slow reaction. I guess my low light, my worst of for this is the impact her date has on the other girls, women. Um, I said to you, we talked about it. Like we we paused and we said, okay, if Serena P is going to take herself out of this, which we think she is, and there's three roses. And then he comes to talk to her and he seemed genuinely upset that she was leaving. Who wasn't he going to give the rose to that got one? And are any of the three thinking that? So that's sort of the worst part about it for me, for the other contestants. But those girls, they were not asking any questions. Three roses, three of us will take it. Champagne toast. Cheers. The, the, I'm going to say low light, but that's really, this is really just me forcing this into the category. Well, Serena's mom had a great question to Matt when she said, do you know how she feels about you? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I have an idea. That mom's like, head tilt slash eyebrow raise. I was like, oh boy, this guy's not gonna get the parental approval. Well, and I, I said to you, what does he mean by that? Did, did he mean he just assumes everybody's in love with him? Or did he mean, I, I don't really know how to answer that, so I'm just gonna say I have an idea. I think... It never occurred to him that anyone would be on this and continuing on and not be all into him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the crux of him being like shooken up when she decided to leave. And didn't he give a little speech too before he gave out the roses? Like now's the time to tell me if anyone doesn't want to be here. Like I don't think it crossed his mind. Yeah, he genuinely seemed rattled. That any of them... Like, oh, I might not necessarily want you, but I'm assuming that you're going to want me. 
that's the vibes I was picking up from him mm-hmm. and why, why he was so upset, which also I think lends into why I think that he's not really genuinely sparked with any of these girls. I just want to also, before we conclude, just give a shout out to the amazingly horrible Rose Room. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I, every time they, they give that wide shot of, of Chris Harrison and Matt James in front of the mantle with the big wooden rose mural up top, <laughs> you say, I'm sorry for your loss. Chris Harrison totally was giving off funeral director vibes when he came out to see how Matt was doing before the rose ceremony. It really was. Very solemn and dour with the rose and the floral arrangements in that weird lobby. Ugh. Yeah. That's it. Any, anyway, after that heavy episode, I was glad that we had a nice Temptation Island with girls who are named Alexis, but spelled like A-L-E-X-C-Y-X-C-Y-S, <laughs> Alexis. And, and... And I, this is a universal comment, even if you're not watching Temptation Island. I think this kind of sets the tone for it. <laughs> when they go to, there's a girl's villa and a guy's villa. They don't even bother even guessing at the the possessive punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no, there's a, no, no apostrophe to be found. <laughs> it's... Guys' villa and girls' villa. And I feel like just that statement really just sums up Temptation Island without even getting into my, my thesis paper will be about Mark Wahlberg being a poor man's Chris Harrison. I would love to read that. And we talked too about like how USA is really like, it's the, it's the USA is to Bravo. Like Cinemax is to Showtime. Excellent. Excellent comparison, Will. Yeah. And and no, none of this two drinks per hour maximum nonsense. Oh, no. Yeah, and USA, underrated network. And Silk Stockings was a USA <laughs> show. Rob Estes, first big break. You kids out there that know him from Melrose Place. <laughs> they don't know him from Melrose Place either, well. The first Melrose Place. <laughs> For you middle-aged people who know him from Melrose Place. All right. Rob Estes guy. Might have to rewatch those. <laughs>